That's my youngest daughter and I playing with some dominoes. We lined up the dominoes, I hit the end one, and they all fell down, one after the other. The domino effect. It got me thinking about celiac disease and the gluten-free diet and the domino effect it has. Not only on the people who are undiagnosed and not only on the people who eventually get diagnosed, but also around all their friends and family and their community around them. There's a huge domino effect of celiac disease and the gluten-free diet. And that's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of a gluten-free podcast. Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people all over the world about some really helpful and inspiring things that they're doing in the gluten-free community, while also sharing my own story of having celiac disease and living life as a gluten-free dad here in Australia. And speaking of which, I'm currently looking out the window right now. We've been getting tons of rain and everything is greening up and looking awesome. Uh, But anytime that I look out on this beautiful land on which I'm lucky enough to live with my family and record this podcast on, I'm always, always conscious that this is, was, and always will be Gundangara country. And the Gundangara people are the true custodians of this land. I'd like to pay my respect to their elders past and present, and acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a health professional in any way. I am a guy who found out he had celiac disease, I went gluten-free, and then I started up an Instagram account and a podcast and started to speak to a whole lot of people about their journeys of celiac disease and living gluten-free, and I've interviewed a heap of people and learned a whole heap along the way myself, but I am still not a medical expert. So anytime you hear anything on this podcast spoken by myself today specifically or guests in general, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice. Uh, when it comes to making any changes to your overall, your overall health or your diet, because what works for me and my guests on this show may not work for you at all. So please always remember to do that. Okay, so if you haven't listened to this podcast before, um, this is a gluten-free thoughts episode. So I interview a whole heap of guests on this show um, about their celiac and gluten-free journeys and some helpful or inspiring things that they're doing in the community. Uh, But I also share my own story of living with celiac disease and being gluten-free myself. And today is one of those episodes where I share what's going on in my own gluten-free journey. So today I wanted to chat to you about the domino effect. So as I said at the beginning of the episode and you heard there, I've been playing um, some dominoes with my girls and it immediately made me think of the domino effect and how that plays out in different aspects of our life. And celiac disease and the gluten-free diet is, um, it it happens so much in in our celiac and gluten-free lives, the domino effect. So let me explain how. In my own journey, I went and saw so many health professionals before diagnosis. I was going undiagnosed. I had all these horrible symptoms. You can go back and listen to episode one of my diagnosis journey and why I started this podcast in the first place. That'll give you a bit more of a background. Um, I've also gone on to other people's podcasts. You can go check that out. 
and um, and listen to my journey a bit more in depth. I won't go into it too much here. But in short, I saw so many health professionals. I was having a horrible bunch of symptoms. And the the repercussions of that were immense. I was paying a heap of medical bills. It was during COVID, so it was extremely stressful. And I'm sure stressful for everybody else that had to book in appointments for me. It was a time when you didn't want to go to a doctor if you didn't have to because it was such a worrying time during the pandemic. People were freaked out about you know catching COVID and um, health professionals were reluctant to book in things at the best of times. So that complicated matters in itself, but also for everybody involved, all the health professionals being confused about, you know, um, how this should be treated, how my symptoms, these strange symptoms, and we know that celiac disease can present, present between 200 and 300 known symptoms, it may be more, um, and it's such a chameleon of diseases, so it's not picked up. It's not on regular blood tests here in Australia. There have been trialing, you know, putting it on regular blood tests in Italy and in some other countries, I'm not quite sure, uh, but it has a terrible undiagnosis rate here in Australia. So uh, 80% of people within Australia are estimated to be undiagnosed with celiac disease, yet one in 70 are estimated to have it, which is just bonkers, right? And I think that the repercussions of that in itself are, are immense, so many people, like myself, pre-diagnosis, were going back and forward to the different health professionals and not getting an answer. And the repercussions of that, the time and energy spent on not only the person themselves going through all that emotional, physical, and mental trauma of not having an answer and them thinking that it's all in their head, which is often a recurring theme on this podcast. So many people tell me that. And my wife thought the same. My wife and I both pretty much thought the same once I had every single test done under the sun to eliminate all the sinister stuff going on. We came to the conclusion that, okay, maybe it's in my head. I've lost 10 kilos. I have all these stomach cramps. I'm getting all this brain fog. I can't think clearly. I'm cramping up. I'm getting joint pain all over the place, getting headaches and migraines all the time. Maybe it is just all in my head. Maybe this is a mental thing. Uh, but the the crazy thing is that it's not but the repercussions of that you can have some really bad severe mental health issues as a repercussion of it uh there are many many other issues that you can develop from undiagnosed celiac disease so that is a domino effect within the individual that has celiac disease themselves if they're not diagnosed we know that it can lead to osteoporosis uh, anemia miscarriages infertility and neurological issues, um, uh, joint issues, bone density issues as well. It can lead to osteopenia and eventually osteoporosis. Um, there are so many, some, and even some forms of cancers, unfortunately, too, if it's not picked up and people go undiagnosed for a really long time and they are ingesting gluten. So the domino effect within the individual who was undiagnosed with celiac disease is huge. Now I want to speak about outside of that, the domino effect outside of that. I have said so many times on this podcast, and I have interviewed Tony Burke, who is an Australian politician about this, who may very well live with celiac disease. He couldn't go forward for the testing for celiac disease because he went gluten-free like so many, like myself, uh, pre-diagnosis. 
and couldn't go forward with the gluten challenge because he couldn't justify time off work um, to have that done and the severe symptoms he was experiencing. And I can totally understand that. Speak to so many people who do, uh, who are in that similar situation. So I was asking him, why is this not on regular blood tests? And I, I explained why. Because the cost on the medical system of undiagnosis that in itself should be just immediately, <laughs> we should look at that. But unfortunately, we can't look at that because we don't have the stats around it. And why don't we have the stats around it? Because we don't know the true prevalence of this disease. And it's not looked at as a, you know, a, um, a problem within the medical system or within government itself. They see the number, which is only 20% of actually how many people out there most probably have celiac disease, they're only looking at 20% of that. So they don't see the other 80% of people out there in Australia who have celiac disease. And I'm sure it's a similar issue around the world too. So the repercussions of that, of the undiagnosis, would bleed into so many areas, right? So you think about yourself you know, pre-diagnosis or your loved one, whoever it is who's diagnosed in your family or who is gluten-free for other reasons. There are so many repercussions from that. When we ingest gluten, you know, there's all the symptoms that we experience and that leads to time off work. That leads to a poorer quality of life because we're not able to show up for our friends and family and do the things that we truly love to do and that we are passionate about. Um, and that bleeds into so many areas. So you just think about one person taking off, you know, a couple of weeks in the year that would then have a repercussion on that business. And that business performance would be decreased because they wouldn't be getting the output that they normally would get from that person if they were at their best. And how would they be at their best if they have undiagnosed celiac disease? Getting a celiac disease diagnosis and moving forward with their gluten-free life so that they can heal. So, and there would be so many iterations of that. You could do that till the cows come home, right? So that could bleed into family life. Family issues could develop because of that. And then everybody else within the family would suffer. Um, yeah, you could do that so much. You know, parents not being able to show up for their kids. Um, and kids suffering as a result of being undiagnosed with celiac disease and not being able to perform at school, concentrate, and yeah, work, performance, family life, all of it, all of it is suffering because of those people going undiagnosed with celiac disease. Unfortunately, once someone is diagnosed, that domino effect is still occurring. It's great that they're getting the care that they need, and it's great that a gluten-free diet treats it. But we are then slumped with fees on top of that. We have to have medical checkups. You know, we've got to get bone density scans. We've got to uh, have future endoscopies, which costs sometimes an arm and a leg, right? Like they're, they're not cheap. Um, and we have to get blood tests that requires, you know, us to take time out of our normal lives to get these checkups done so that we're able to know that we are happy and healthy. And that is not often reimbursed by the government, yet other chronic diseases are. And the problem I have is that on regular blood panels, celiac disease, undiagnosed celiac disease can be affecting nearly every one of those 
um, blood tests on that panel, that specific blood test. We think about thyroid. Thyroid can be affected by celiac disease. You think about uh, iron issues. Iron can be something that is malabsorbed in the body. And we know many people get anemia if it's undiagnosed celiac disease. Um, liver enzymes. Liver enzymes like myself, they can be up with undiagnosed celiac disease. There's so many. Um, and diabetes, of course, your di- your um, blood sugar levels can be affected if you have undiagnosed celiac disease. It, nearly everything that is on a regular blood test can be affected by undiagnosed celiac disease, which is truly mind-blowing that it's not included, given that celiac disease is treated with a gluten-free diet. It's a diet. It's not treated by drugs. It's not treated by any other pharmaceuticals. So in my mind, it would be an extremely cheap thing to do to have it on regular blood panels. We'll be right back after this short break. We now have a Facebook group for the show. Search a gluten-free podcast in groups and it'll pop right up. Come and join the conversation with other listeners where we're sharing ideas about current and future episodes and just have a chat about general gluten-free life. See you on there. All right, back to the podcast. And I think that what this all boils down to at the end of the day is that to stop this domino effect of everybody getting affected by this, we need to look at the true cost of this disease. And I don't mean just the monetary cost of this disease. I mean the cost of this on everybody involved. I mean the cost on the individual themselves. I mean the cost on the families that have to deal with celiac disease in this very undiagnosed and lack of awareness world of celiac disease and the gluten-free diet. And we also need to look at the bodies around that. So we need to look at the government, the education system, and of course, the health sector. They're all suffering as well. It's a cost on them, both in the monetary sense, because when people aren't able to show up, and be, you know, happy and healthy themselves when they have undiagnosed celiac disease, all of those areas are going to suffer. And there's a cost. And that's, and as I said, that's not just a monetary cost. That's an emotional cost. That's a mental cost. Many, many mental health issues develop because of undiagnosed celiac disease, but also the repercussions and the domino effect, again, of getting a diagnosis and then changing your whole way of life as well. There's a huge domino effect with that. But I think that that could be improved if there was more funding coming in. And how can we get more funding coming in? Having it on regular blood panels. That's what it boils down to at the end of the day. And team, I am on a mission to make that happen. I want to get the true prevalence of this disease shown. And just for you know the fact that it could show up as, look, we've shown that there is... X amount of people with celiac disease in Australia. So now what are we going to do about it? And I truly believe if that happens, then things will change. But nothing is going to happen until that change is made. And I'm a big believer in thinking that, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. Don't just whinge about something, do something about it. You know, it's very well to sit here and go, woe is me, I've got celiac and I have to deal with all these issues. And that is granted in many cases. But at the end of the day, what are we going to do about it? 
You know, how are we going to make this easier for people in the future so they don't have to deal with what we've dealt with, with the, you know, going back and forth to health professionals, wasting time, wasting money, wasting people's emotional, mental, and physical energy. So look, I know that's a lot, but I've been speaking to so many people about this recently and things couldn't be clearer in my head. I've spoken to hundreds of people, maybe even more, um, through doing this podcast, through socials, and the same theme keeps on coming up. More needs to be done about this, more awareness. And I truly believe that if we can get the true prevalence of this shown, then the government will start to take this seriously and we can see the effects, the correct effect, a correct domino effect in the other way, in a positive way. And that's what I want to see with celiac disease and the gluten-free diet in the future. So I want you to watch what I'm doing in the next few months to this year. I'm going to be extremely active on here. I'm going to be doing all that I can to help spread awareness through this podcast, uh, through socials, and in the real world as well. Because I feel like you can't create something, you know, just online. It's got to be in the real world. And now that COVID is, you know, part of our lives, it's still around. It's not stopping us from getting out there and actually, you know, doing things in the community now. And I want to take advantage of that. I want to get people together. I want us to talk about these issues. I want us to develop some answers and a strategy to move forward because I got to be honest, um, I've heard this thousands of times and the same thing keeps on coming up, the same stories. And it's heartbreaking to me because I'm living in this world where people are telling me the same things that have happened in my life. And I know the repercussions. I know the true repercussions of what, how that's affected not only me, but my children, my f- wife, my family, my outer circle of, you know, my friends and family, um, everyone. It's affected so many people because they have to adjust to what you're going through. And we have to justify it ourselves, even though we've been through such a huge journey and it's exhausting. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's exhausting having to advocate for yourself after you've just been through this physical, mental, and emotional trauma of getting diagnosed with celiac disease. It's a huge adjustment. It really is. But you can create an an amazing life living gluten-free. And there's so many people out there proving that through this podcast out there, you know, in the real world on socials, you don't have to look far to see it, that you can live an amazing life with celiac disease. It doesn't have to stop you, but look, please get on board with everything that's happening this year. I am, this year is just action. (laughs) I just, I just, I'm sick of sitting there thinking, look, I wish things were like this, this or that, or, you know, I wish we could do this or that. And I'm sick of having the viewpoint of it's too hard. It's not going to happen. Oh, if I did this, then these people wouldn't listen. Maybe that's too much. Maybe we should. No, no, (laughs) enough of that. Enough of that. Let's just do it and see. Let's just see what happens. I am, um, I've got some ideas. I want to pursue them and I just want to get some stuff happening this year. And you know, that may be a bit of a slow burn. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my own life at the moment, but I do want to bump this up the list to really push advocacy, 
to push diagnosis rates and to get this happening because I think we get promised a lot in the celiac and gluten-free community. We get promised by people saying that they're going to do such and such, um, but I'm not seeing feet on the ground and things happening. So, you know, be the change you want to see in the world, right? So please join me. Join me in, um, in getting this happening. Keep on watching what we're doing on the podcast here, on socials. I'll be sharing some updates of how I'm going about that. Um, but we're going to make some stuff happen. Got to get some change happening now because enough is enough and uh, people have suffered enough and, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and they want some answers. And um, I'm on board with your team. I'm on board. I want some answers. I, I want to see some change. I want to see some serious change and soon. So look, I know that was extremely heavy. <laughs> I know that was a lot, but thank you so much for listening to this podcast and continuing to support it got so many awesome episodes coming out for you very very soon um i'm interviewing some international guests uh this this week and this weekend and we have a heap of great guests lined up for you this year um the list is long and i am trying to email people and get everything sorted so i can deliver these awesome interviews for you it's going to be great you're going to learn so much and are going to be connected with so many great people in this community and wow, there's some great stuff happening. Don't get me wrong. The, there's a lot of stuff to be done, but there's also so many people doing great things in this community and it is so empowering. Um, and I can't wait for you to hear what everybody is up to and how they are um, just smashing, smashing it in the gluten-free and celiac world. And it's great. And I want to keep that coming at you so you can be inspired and so you can, um, you can live your best gluten-free life yourself so take care of yourself as i always say take care of yourself and each other out there it is a bonkers world um but we got to look out for each other and uh we got to you know keep this community going and we got to um, keep on talking to each other we have to keep on helping spread awareness because that's the only way that we are going to move forward and as i like to say on this podcast it's a bit of a mantra i'm living by now with the podcast and with all the advocacy work that i'm doing at the moment one chat at a time just one chat at a time whether that's the family member who doesn't really understand celiac disease and the gluten-free diet whether that's going out to a cafe or a restaurant and speaking about celiac disease and the gluten-free diet you may not very well eat there because they don't understand it but if you just talk about celiac disease and the gluten-free diet just one thing that will spur on something for someone in their own world and they might just go on to research that or someone might be diagnosed in their family or they might be diagnosed themselves and then they'll go do you know what? There was that person that came in that time and they were talking about this disease and oh my gosh, this is what happened in their life. And just that one chat, that one chat can have a profound impact. And that is one of the great domino effects, one of the great positive domino effects. And I want to see that. I want to see those positive domino effects and I want to push those dominoes the other way, team. I don't want them to be going in the negative way. Let's line up those dominoes and smash a whole freaking heap in the positive direction, hey? And just just demolish, get those negative freaking dominoes off the table. Just throw them off the table and let's put them in the right direction, in the positive direction. That's enough of that analogy anyway. All right, guys, I will see you back here next week. Got so much lined up for you. 
take care and I'll chat to you soon. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.